Kia ora. Welcome to We Should Talk, a podcast series where we explore the journeys our Kiwi women have had in the media industry. We want to show you that you can achieve success wherever your career takes you, with the help of those who have been through it all. For updates, make sure you're following our social media platforms, weshouldtalk.podcast, and to find exclusive content, sign up to our mailing list at weshouldtalk.info. In this episode, I talk to the Edge Day host, Steph Monks. Join us as we chat about how to shift your mindset, the benefits of travelling, and opportunities for women in the media industry. Come have a laugh and gain some insight into life on the radio. Let's start from the beginning. I was 17 at high school and I was driving around with my sister listening to the radio. The Edge was on. Sharon Casey was on, actually. And I was like, man, this would be a cool job. My sister was like, I know her. I was like, what? How do you know a famous person? And so she was like, yeah, like we kind of like are in the same circles of like they're into the same music and stuff. She was like, why don't I contact Sharon and see if you could like do like a work day, like experience day or whatever, just go in and, and like put on your CV. And I was like, oh my God, that would be amazing. Cutting in an extremely long story short, I ended up doing a gateway program through high school where you get extra credit through actual industry work. And um, then at university, started um, studying communications in Auckland at AUT and was kind of doing promo work on the side at the edge and just kind of being like the annoying bad smell that didn't go away, just like trying to get a job. Um, graduated university. And at that stage, I was doing weekend shifts on air at the edge until I landed my dream job at the edge radio station, which I've kind of chipped away at for so long and then quit. Um, to travel for a year and then came back on the day show and that's kind of where I am at the moment. When you left the edge that must have been such a massive decision to make and leaving and coming back what was that like for you did you have security coming back or how did you make that decision to leave? It was it wasn't easy but I have always had the urge to travel and explore and I feel like five years on the night show was enough time to kind of make a good name for myself. I'd had an absolute ball. I'd had the dream job for, for all that time, but I'd saved a bit of money and I was like, let's just go for it. Cause if I, if I don't go now, I'd sign another two year contract and then I'd, I'd just lose this window of opportunity. So it was the best decision ever. I don't regret it for a second. I highly recommend no matter what industry you are in or going into or whatever you're up to in life, when we can travel again, do because it is, the best thing on planet earth is experiencing different cultures and places and food and music and just all that good stuff so I yeah I loved it and and coming back we were always kind of planning on doing like a world trip for a year um and then kind of coming back and just leaving the doors open to see what was going on and um and I was really lucky that my boss wanted me back which was really cool so kind of came back to a job which was extremely lucky and and yeah very grateful for that and at the moment you're working with two guys on the show how have you found it being a male-dominated industry and do you think you've had to do extra things because you're a woman in this industry interesting the Mm -hmm. two things that pop into my head straight away it's always been really interesting to me and I feel like I feel like we're becoming a little bit more woke to this kind of stuff and we're progressing in the right direction which is so nice but I've always as you know on the night show I was female and my partner was male I was always the one um, presenting the entertainment gossip news mm-hmm. that was my job the female on the show does that and I have always thought that was really weird because say I was away or something and they were like who's going to present scandal news we need and then they get like a girl from the office it's like well, why can't the dude announcer just 
report on that you know so that's always I've always found that really interesting but I feel like that's kind of becoming a thing of the past which is great because it's like it's a pop culture story we should all be across it anyway and the other thing is um maybe like at the start of the year or something I was kind of just like thinking about my career and thinking about pathways and and what I want to do and in my head I was like oh I could I could maybe like work towards you know maybe ultimate goal could be like I could be like a content director that'd be pretty sick and it's just like you know you're the boss and it's just like you make all the calls and it's like really cool for a split second I thought oh yeah I could be a content director and then instantly I was like but you're a woman you can't do that and I okay. caught myself thinking that and I was like, that is so crazy that that even popped into my head that I can't do it because of because I'm a woman. It's just like, yeah. that is so crazy to me. Then I kind of reflected on that and I was kind of like, why did I doubt myself instantly as soon as I thought I could do that? No, you can't. Yeah. Why? And I kind of like reflected on that. And it's probably because there aren't many female content directors out there there's no one who has been that role model or has shown the pathway that it is possible like they're all dudes yeah it was a really interesting kind of like revelation thing like oh my god like there's there's like no one that kind of looks like me who is a leader yeah so do you think especially in manager roles the industry is going in the right direction for women taking up those roles yes Yes, yes, yes. And thank God. News this morning, Tover O'Brien is going to be the talkback, big breakfast host of the MediaWorks talkback station. And it's and it's like, fuck yeah, like, that's amazing. I just think that's so cool. And we're definitely moving in the right direction of um, of that kind of balance of of powerful, impactful roles, which is overdue. Still, I think it's a bit funny that, you know, there's two dudes and one girl on a radio show I think that's still a little bit dated but like there's two girls presenting the late late show over on ZDM which is awesome and they're so good and it's so cool listening to two girls talking to each other about girl things like that's what you do with your friends it's what I do with my friends it's like so nice to listen to that on a radio station so I think we are making progress for sure but yeah we're still climbing that mountain but we are climbing it because I think that was going to be my other question as well in terms of like on your host like there's only one girl and two guys on every breakfast radio and so I think that was another thing as well is that yeah it always looks like it's a bit more dominated that way yeah it is really interesting because um the female so say you've got a breakfast show and there's two dudes and a and a woman the woman almost has to represent every single female listener. Like you have to tick off every single box. You have to represent ev- like the female population. And a lot of these radio stations are female targeted stations. So you've got, you've got one woman to represent every single female listener who is the bulk of your listeners. Like it's a hard job. Yeah. And it's like, why aren't there more? Why, why don't you like pack a bloody show full of women? So everyone's represented. And again, I think we'll get there. I think, you know, the hits have two Waikine on their drive show, um, which is amazing. We'll get there. We'll get there as an industry. But don't let that put you off. Make that give you even more drive. You are going to, like, you're about to enter this industry that you're going to meet, like, best friends for life. You're going to have, you're honestly going to feel like going to drama class every day and just hanging out with your friends and getting paid for it like it's our job is to make it seem harder than it is because everyone's got imposter syndrome and everyone's like oh my god this is like too good to be true like will they ever realize that I'm just having a good old time and (laughs) isn't that hard it's honestly so fun challenges I guess may be the instant feedback from 
listeners, we've got a text number. People can text in straight away if they're not into you. Personally, you, they're like, I hate you. Or um, any content that you do. That's always a little bit of a struggle because if you've worked hard on a piece of content or something and doesn't, you know, people don't like you or like it, then you can see that straight away. But again, I don't care what people think really. So I kind of just like water off the duck's back. I'm just like, well, you're having a sad morning if you think texting to radio station is going to bring you happiness. It does happen a lot, which is good. But when it does, you know, you can see that that would be a challenge for some people. I guess you have to have a thick skin in a way. So on the flip side, do you have any standouts in your career, like people you've met or events you've worked at? Or is there anything that stands out as like, that was incredible? I reckon I'm like a massive music geek. Like I love pop everything singers youtube covers shows all of it i just love it and so getting to interview people like people who i genuinely am fans of getting to interview those people i'm always like this is the best moment of my life i'll give you an example tori kelly so she i've been following her career since she was 16 and she auditioned for american idol and i think i was probably 17 and i found this clip on youtube and i've been obsessed with this girl ever since and i've kind of like been following her like covers on youtube and then as i am kind of working up my career later and then she's kind of doing the same thing but in like a whole other universe and then I interviewed her a few years ago and I was just like this is so surreal and that's probably one of the, my most favorite times is interviewing people that you're like genuinely a fan of and it's like a privilege to chat to these people it still really really excites me I think that's my yeah most like pinch me moments is interviewing these absolutely like amazing talented people and I just like thanking them. I'm just like, thank you so much for like, for doing what you do. <laughs> like, I'm a real fangirl. And for someone that's wanting to get into the industry, what do you think the biggest piece of advice you could give to them? Okay. What I would say if you're maybe not studying or during studying, I would say go and get work experience from anywhere. Go to your local stations, regardless of what company they are or whatever, and just go and work for free I worked for free for six months I was the yes person does anyone want this shift yes you don't have to pay me I just want to do it I just want to like just I just want to do it don't pay me a thing so I did that for ages and then um if you just linger around then you'll become the person the top of mind person that bosses or whoever managers will think of when an opportunity does come be the yes person go to your local radio stations ask them what you can do Marty my friend who I used to do the night show with he cleaned out the fridges because he was like what can I do to help and the boss is like I don't know clean the fridge and he did it it's such a competitive industry unfortunately that there's there's not as many jobs as there are people that want the job so to stand out to get in front of other people you just have to put yourself out there and be prepared to work for free and then after a couple months then it's like okay maybe maybe minimum wage Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of We Should Talk. Make sure you follow our Instagram and Facebook accounts and head to weshouldtalk.info for exclusive content. Catch you next week. This is brought to you by the students of the New Zealand Broadcasting School at Ara Institute of Canterbury.